Welcome to the Daily Real Estate Investor Podcast. I'm your host, Josiah Smelser. The Daily Real Estate Investor Podcast is the shared journey of building a real estate investment property business from square one. Join me as we learn together how to conquer the real estate game to reach financial freedom. Together, we will learn from people in all areas of real estate and business in our personal trek towards escaping the rat race. Be you. Do the work you love. Play the long game. Before we get going, make sure you're subscribed to the show on whatever audio platform you're using and jump over on YouTube and subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Daily Real Estate Investor. We have shorts coming out daily as well as these podcast episodes on video. What's up, everybody? We are back for another episode of The Daily Real Estate Investor podcast. I am uh, so pumped to be back doing the show again. Had about a year off and got some exciting news to share with you. I've got my friend Tony Moreno here on the podcast with me. Tony, what's going on, man? Doing good, doing good. How are you? Doing great, doing great. Oh man, excited to be here. Yeah, man, I'm excited to have you. Um, so some exciting news. Tony is going to be joining up on the show as a co-host with me, and uh, we're going to tag team some episodes. Some episodes I'll be hosting by myself, some episodes he's going to host, and um, we're just going to try to push this thing forward as far as we can take it. We've got some uh, some exciting stuff we're working on that we'll share with you during this episode. And um, yeah, there's I just think a lot of cool things are at work. So um, last we talked, or last episode I shared, um, I was in the process of selling single family properties and transitioning that into vacation rentals. So I wanted to give you a quick update on that first, and then let's, and then I'm going to interview Tony, let him tell his story. We'll talk about some really cool stuff that he's working on right now. And, um, uh, and then we'll talk about some, uh, some plans that we have going forward with this podcast. So, um, so first, um, just because the last time we talked, I was in the process of selling these single families. Let's talk through what's transpired there. So as you probably remember, the first two years of my real estate investing journey, um, well, I, I owned some properties back when I was in my 20s that I sold, but I had zero going into about five years ago. Uh, the first two years I spent with a business partner buying single family properties and doing uh, the BRRRR strategy on that. And BRRRR stands for buy, rehab, rent, refinance, and repeat. And so we use that strategy to take the capital we had and buy deals that were distressed, get those deals fixed up, get them rented out, and then try to get most of our capital back so we could keep doing the same strategy. A lot of you are familiar with this, but uh, this is a great way to take a small amount of capital and start getting some deals and building your portfolio. Well, over the course of two or three years, we built up a good amount of equity in that portfolio. We had a great retirement plan, but the cash flow was not what we had hoped because we kept having large ticket repairs that were unexpected. So we had planned for CapEx, but um, it was exceeding our expectations. So we were making money, but not great money on the amount of equity that we had built. So we were sitting down um, at lunch one day and I've been interested in vacation rentals for a while. And uh, Ben, my business partner, was uh, he was talking about it as well. And 
he had purchased a vacation rental up in Gatlinburg, Pigeon Forge area, and it was doing really well. So we uh, we started doing some running some numbers in our head and came to the conclusion like, hey, if we sold all of our single families, we think we'd have about $2 million of equity. We could take that $2 million of equity, do 1031 exchanges and buy four or five cabins in the Smokies. Okay. We're thinking about larger cabins, um, four or five nice size cabins. And we were doing, we were, I was doing the math and I'm like, that would take us from about $40,000 profit a year to about $400,000 profit a year. So this is going to, or more. And it actually ended up being more, but we were thinking this is going to 10 X our investment portfolio cash flow. So I'm like, let's do this, you know? And I remember Ben saying, yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be a pain to do this, but once we get it done, we're great. You know? So that's where I left you guys last time as we were in the process of doing that. Well, flash forward to now we got all those single families sold. We did 1031s bought cabins and it's been about a year year and a half since all that happened since we finished all that and we've since bought a couple more cabins so the the cash flow has has exceeded what we were expecting before and we've brought on uh one of my good friends mark to help us with management and so we're kind of creating a system here where we, we can scale and um this thing has been it's been the best decision in real estate investing i ever made so how does this help you well, if you have a single family rental property and you have a lot of equity in that, let's say you have $100,000 in a single family rental that you bought several years ago. Well, you could sell that property, do a 1031 exchange with no tax implications to you and buy a vacation rental. You could possibly buy it with 10% down using a second home loan if you qualify. So you could in theory buy up to a million dollar vacation rental property. We'll say it's a five bedroom. And that five bedroom property will make you, you know, thirty-five dollars to, to $40,000 profit a year. And so that single family rental you have might be making you $200, a, you know, $200 per month. So $2,400 a year. You could go from $2,400 a year to $35,000 a year. So more than 10x your cash flow, which is a game changer. And then you could... Also, the, one of the best perks of this whole thing is the tax breaks you get. And I'm telling you all this because this is this is a, can make a big deal in your investing uh, journey and experience and really, really pour gasoline on the fire for you. If you manage the thing yourself, um, through the way the tax code is written about these properties, since they're typically rented for 14 days or less, and you need to talk to your CPA about this and verify this with them, this is the way my CPA is doing it, and I know many CPAs are doing or, who are on board with this and understand this. Some P CPAs don't. So if you talk to your CPA, they don't understand this. They may not have educated themselves on this yet. But because these are typically rented for 14 days or less, uh, if you manage it yourself, you can take the accelerated depreciation against your personal income. So let's say your cabin makes 35000 profit year one, but you paid, we'll say you paid... Um, a million dollars for that property. Well, you might be able to take 700K in depreciation by using a cost segregation study. Cost segregation specialists can do that for you. You can get online and look that up. They're, they're only like $1,500, $2,000 a report. Well, the 700,000 is gonna go against the property income, which is the 35K. So now you've got, what, six, you've got 665K left 
let's say that you and your wife make 200,000. Well, that 665 is going to cover over the 200K. So you're going to pay zero tax on all that. And you're going to get a big tax refund. If you've been paying all year into your W-2 in taxes and you've got 50 or 60K paid in in taxes, you're going to get a refund for $60,000. So, th- I mean, the tax savings on this stuff is one of the very best reasons to look into doing this. And you can either manage it yourself or be an active real estate participant, which means you're like a broker or you're working in real estate in a way that qualifies you for that active real estate participant status. So again, talk to a CPA, but make sure you talk to a CPA that's knowledgeable on this stuff because this can save you a lot of money. So if you're saving 60K on your taxes a year, you could turn around and then invest that 60K and buy another property next year. You get the depreciation again, save more money on your taxes, and the depreciation you don't use each year is rolls forward to the next year and next year and next year, and you can keep using that. So, I mean, this is an absolute game changer, uh, guys, and it's really changed my life and my business partner's life. He's getting massive tax refunds because he's got a very high W-2 job, and and I've been getting, I've been just making high income and not having to pay tax because this loss is, is uh, this depreciation is netting against all my income. So I wanted to share that with you guys because it has, it has been such a great thing for me. And um, if you guys are interested in getting a vacation rental cabin in the Smokies, I am a broker up there and I'm helping people look for those. We're also managing um, my, some of my clients uh, we're, we're open to managing your properties for, we're going to charge, I think 10%, um, on gross rent. And a lot of these management companies are charging more than that. But if you need help finding one up there and you want me to act as your broker, I'd be happy to. Can I ask you some follow-up questions on yeah, that? Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Yeah. So you mentioned, uh, during the 1031 exchange, um, I know a lot of a lot of folks, they always wonder, okay, I got single family homes now. Um, what's the procedure from me selling my houses, my single family, to getting to the cabins and working with you as a broker? How would that process go? Yeah, so, so you're asking, uh, what would it take to do a 1031 out of your single family into a cabin? Correct. Yeah, so you're just... You're just going to sell the the property like you normally would, and you're going to contact a 1031 specialist. The 1031 specialist is going to give you some paperwork to uh, to fill out prior to closing on the sale. And once you've and and then once you've got that, then that money is going to go to the 1031 specialist to be held in escrow, essentially, for the replacement property. And there's a certain amount of time you have after you close on the initial sale. You have to name three replacement properties that are potential replacement properties. Then you have a certain number of days from there to close on those. And I want to say that do you have to name three properties within 60 days? But mm-hmm. look that up. Make make sure on that. Because I'm thinking it's 60 days. And then I want to say you have 90 days to close on one of those properties after that. But talk to a 1031 specialist because th- that number of days could change or I might have that backwards. But mm-hmm. you have a, a specific amount of time to, to pull all this off. But the awesome part about it is, you know, if, if you bought something 10 years ago for 100 and it's worth 500 now and you sell it, you'd be paying capital gains on $400,000, which is a lot of yep. money. But if you do this 1031 strategy, you roll that, that profit and that um, initial investment into another deal, you pay zero tax. So you're able to really... Yeah trade up and leverage that equity you have to make a lot more cash on cash return. Because as, as you know, 
as you get more and more equity locked into a property, your cash on cash return goes down. Mm -hmm. So the name, the name of the game to me is keeping your cash on cash return high because the second you buy something for a hundred and it's now worth a million, you've got nine. It's that's like putting nine hundred thousand dollars down on a million dollar property. Mm-hmm. So you, mm-hmm. your cash on cash is probably not what you want there. So you want to either refinance that, at least in my eyes, refinance it or sell it and do a ten thirty one. Right, and that and that's one of the beauties of real estate. You know how um, uh, the average American, I believe, is sixty percent goes to taxes and interest. And you know, using real estate, number one, your interest, technically your your tenants or your guests in this case uh, for this short-term rental, they will end up paying the interest and principal on your right. loan. And then taxes, you have so many tax advantages when it comes to real estate, we get inve- in- incentivized by the IRS. So um, that's that's one of the best things about real estate, you know, uh, heading towards financial freedom, what the shows what the show means. Is is the, the all the the possibilities that you can do with this? So that's that's awesome, man. Absolutely, yeah. I, there's so many ways to to use real estate to your advantage, and this is just one of them. Um, so Tony, uh, let's let's talk about. I want to I want to talk about what you're working on because it's exciting. But first, let's um let's talk about your story, who you are. Let the audience get to know you, and then we'll dive into some of the cool stuff you're working on. So kind of tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, sure. So. Uh, I was born and raised in Dominican Republic, moved to the States back in 03. Uh, and then later again, a lot of moving forward, back and forth from the Dominican Republic here and finally settled in Sweet Home, Alabama in 09. And, and that's where we're at now. Um, got started in real estate, uh, late 2019, 2020. And I remember it was like a lot of us, you know, we, we got gifted, the or we read Rich Dad Poor Dad. And that's exactly how I got started. My sister gave me Rich Dad Poor Dad and we were able to um, buy our first property six months afterwards, after that. Uh, and now, you know, first door in 2020, and now I'm up to 12 doors. And now we are uh, building a, a mobile home park, which I never thought <laughs> I'd be doing in my life. But um, but yeah, it's a, it's a good opportunity we found and, and one we decided to take advantage of. And uh, just recently, actually, we we got our first three homes on the park, and the park is gonna be able to fit 160 homes. So, so yeah, that's my journey. You know, it, just like you, Josiah, reaching, you know, trying to reach financial freedom. Right now, I have my W two, and and I think it's great that I'm in my W two while we're in this in the, in this podcast because once I reach financial freedom, people can track. Um, how things been going throughout this process. So yeah, yeah, it'll be fun. Absolutely. So what is your, what's your background? Um, You said you have a W-2. Yeah, I'm a mechanical engineer during the day. Awesome. And uh, yeah, and so we've got a, we've got an engineer in Tony and then I, I'm, I'm your textbook (laughs) uh, entrepreneur. I started off in accounting, worst fit ever for me, and then ended up in finance. And of course, as you guys know, I'm a licensed broker, appraiser and then building uh this investment portfolio so um so and tony i shared this with you before but i just wanted to share with the audience as well i went to the dominican republic one time on a mission trip and we worked with some of the um the churches there and um i had a really great time we went and uh climbed a bunch of waterfalls and uh, jumped off waterfalls and stuff and it was (laughs) it was a really cool experience but i really enjoyed the dominican but um so is your did your 
your your whole your did your parents move here as well? Yeah, yeah. My parents okay. moved here back in 03. They brought them two, three kids and about eight hundred dollars in their pocket. Wow. And and from there, obviously inflation wasn't as high as it was today, but right. <laughs> but uh but yeah, and that's how we moved to Newark, New Jersey, actually. So gotcha. I'm not sh- well, I I do know how we ended up in Alabama, but that's like a big change starting from Newark and ending in Alabama. But yeah, it is. But yeah, yeah but it's, it's the same. It's the same thing, you know, trying to reach financial freedom. My parents too. So that's cool. So let's talk about your twelve doors. What what are those properties like? I have one duplex, and the rest is single family. Gotcha. Uh, and, one duplex, and, the rest single family in what market? Yep. Uh, they are in North Alabama, so all spread across uh, North Alabama uh, locally. So. Gotcha. And you're currently living where? I live in in Huntsville, Alabama. So Huntsville, well, Alabama, and I I've since um, our last episode moved because mm-hmm. I'm in Florence, Alabama, which is only about an hour away from Tony. So not far apart. So we could get together and do some of these interviews in person. But um, so Tony, tell tell uh, the audience how we met. So it's <laughs> uh, it's funny. So. I believe in Bigger Pockets, the interview of Josiah just came out. The COVID interviews, I think it was two episodes that you recorded with them. And literally, that was kind of the time when I just had gotten started. And I remember uh, I liked your episode, you know, I, really good value to it. Um, and I remember, man, I like this guy. You know, it would be great to to meet this guy. And I remember in the interview, you mentioned that you live in Huntsville, Alabama. I'm like, what? I got I got to get to know this guy. Anyway, so... Um, Fast forward a couple of weeks later, um, I have a, I have an appraisal to be done on one of my properties, and uh, they told me my my appraisal is Josiah. They just told me the first <laughs> name. I'm like, okay, I, I didn't I didn't even think about it at the time that it could have been you. And um, the I, I think it was the day before the appraisal. You called me, hey, you know, this is a multifamily property. Are you going to meet me out there? And I said, yeah, yeah, I'll be there with my tenants and everything. And I remember. Uh, you called me again the same day of the appraisal and you told me, hey, this is just Josiah Smelser. I'm like, the name sounds familiar. <laughs> and, I, and I remember uh, you showed up uh, uh, in your Civic and me in the Civic as well. And we looked at it, I looked at you and I was like, hey, are you Josiah Smelser from like Bigger Pockets, the interview <laughs> recently? And you were like, yeah, that's me. And, and, and we just started chatting there. That was cool. Uh, you know, we did the appraisal and then we decided to meet up uh, for for lunch a couple of days later, and that was what three years ago, I think, two years ago. That was awesome, and you had a uh, you had your own food truck. Yes, yes, we went to our family food truck um, that that we sold recent uh, about a couple months ago. So yeah, that was awesome, man. Very cool. Well, um, the Huntsville market has has been a great market to invest in, and mm-hmm. um, I know that your properties are probably doing well there. So um, that's a great place to own your single families. But let's talk about this. Um, let's talk about this mobile home park you're working on. Um, tell us about mm-hmm. that deal, how you had this idea, what your plans are for that. Sure. So um, and actually the ideas came up. I remember uh, Brandon Turner started looking into mobile homes. And we were like, you know, I've never actually looked into that niche. So we started looking into it and it wasn't, I wasn't super convinced um, on it. Um, but I remember we found a deal. We found a piece of land for $300,000 and we were able to get creative with it. So we got, we ended up paying, uh, 150, um, from, I think it was 2021. And then the other 150, we were going to pay it 
uh, the year later, a year later. And so we were able to get in that deal. And throughout, in between that year, our goal was to get financing to build this mobile home park because it, it literally had to be done from scratch. So we were able to acquire a partner. who We, we partnered up with somebody um, that brought in all the cash for um, the development cost. And uh, back in January, we closed on it with the funds and we are starting to build um, the infrastructure of the park. And uh, we we got a design made by, by some professional people and we are actually able to fit, um, a, I say 160. They give us 188, but you know, uh, uh, staying conservative, I will say 160 homes, it could be more. Um, and we literally, uh, was today's Friday, on Tuesday, we actually got the first three homes um, delivered, and and yeah, man, it's gonna be a huge development. It's gonna it's, it's building. It's like building a neighborhood, really. Yeah, that's but, like uh, that's yeah. and you said 180. Yeah, 180. That's crazy, homes man. Yeah, so we have a uh, public uh, water supply, and then we have to do uh, septic systems for, wow. for the sewer. Yeah, and I know a lot of people get scary with uh 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 get scared with uh, septic system but over here in the south that's like something normal really uh, especially in the rural area so yeah all right so let's let's talk about how this thing's going to cash flow um are these going to be tenant owned homes or park owned homes and how are you working all that out sure um so they are going to be tenant owned homes because we really want to control the land and Smart. also when it comes to mobile homes um, people take care of of the homes better when they have ownership of it. If it was a rental, you know, it's, it, they they mostly don't care much about it. So we're gonna manage the land, um, and per lot at the moment we have it at three hundred and twenty five dollars per lot. Mm. Um, and again, it's a hundred and max a hundred and eighty. Gotcha. Uh, minimum, I would say a hundred and sixty. And and yeah, I mean, we're literally the 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 expenses on on the on on the upkeep really low. Because in reality, all you really got is uh, property management, you got a uh, landscape, and you got several other things here and there. But if it's tenant-owned home, you don't have to worry about a thing. The tenant has you know, yeah. to worry about their own homes. Yeah, so that's, um, how much was your lot rent? Lot rent is 325 is what we got in okay. right now. 325 times 180 is $58,500 a month. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. So, so, so those listening, that might once we get this park, I would say fifty percent completed. That might be my, my financial freedom yeah. door right there. Because if this thing is, you know, fully occupied, that's seven hundred over seven hundred thousand dollars of gross rent. And the beautiful thing about this is, these are tenant-owned homes, so your overhead, your operating expense ratio is low, mm-hmm. because they're paying their own utilities. You've got to maintain the grounds, but it's pretty much lot rent, right? So, mm-hmm. and you've got to probably, I mean, you've got a manager, you got to pay them, but that's, it's got a lot lower operating expense ratio than something else like apartments would, you know? Right. Um, love it, man. That's awesome. Well, how long do you think it's going to take you to get that many homes in there? Uh, we estimated a year and a half uh, from January. So, gotcha. Um, so yeah, and I think we 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 are ahead of schedule. Um, I think we could do it before that, but uh, of course you never know what you could run into. So it's always to add some, uh, some cushion there in case yeah. in case something goes wrong. Yeah. 
I love I love the the entrepreneurial incentive there and initiative that you've taken. Uh, the uh, the incentive is obviously great. The initiative is is really great too. Um, by thinking outside the box, you've create you're, you're going to create a ton of value. Um, and the I think the cool part about this is this is rural, so you don't have to deal with all the zoning issues that you would have in the city, right? So yeah, that's the that's the, one of the most beautiful things at this yeah. park. It's it's located out in the county. It's not, it doesn't have any city restrictions. So really the only items that we have to, to keep a lookout is uh, restrictions with um, water supply and, and roads. If we're going to have that many people, we have to manage the roads um, to county standards. Yeah. And um, I saw some posts on your social media channels about this where you're getting your first homes in there. Um, where can people, since they're just meeting you, how can they connect with you and track along with this stuff? Yeah, sure. So my Instagram, TikTok, uh, Facebook, pretty much everywhere is at A-N-T, like Anthony, but the first three letters, 1234 Moreno. So Ant1234 Moreno. Yep. And if you're having trouble finding him, you can jump on my Instagram and I'm, I'm linked up with him and find him that way too. And um, yeah, so, and if you guys aren't tracking with me, I'm on Instagram at Daily Real Estate Investor. And then it's similar for TikTok, and I'm on LinkedIn under Josiah Smelser, of course. And um, yeah, and so this is a cool time to talk about kind of what our plans are for the future for the podcast and um, some of our goals. So, um, so Tony and I have have gotten together, and and um, we're both very interested in multifamily, and um, I'm. I'm at a point with the vacation rental stuff where I'm, I'm still enjoying buying these, but I don't, I don't want to own a hundred of these things because it's just, there'd be some bottlenecks with, um, just how to manage that many of them and all the things that go into this. So it's like, eventually you get to a point where you want to go upstream and buy bigger deals with, you know, be able to, to leverage your capital and buy it, take down bigger deals instead of a lot of smaller deals. So the natural progression for me has been single family to vacation rentals. And I think after that, it's going to be multifamily. So Tony and I met up, we were talking, you know, Tony's a, a, a believer, a Christian, and so am I. And um, we really want to use our real estate work to do some good things in the world and help people. And um, I, I see the natural way to do that being multifamily. And um, the reason being, you can take down big deals you can leverage investor capital in addition to your own. And then there's a lot of cash flow that's created. And, you know, you can take a portion of that and really do a lot of good. And I, I see it being scalable, whereas some of this other stuff, there's a little bit more inertia to scaling a vacation rental portfolio or something like that, especially single family, because you just have to have so many of them. Mm -hmm. um, so Tony and I met and we were chatting about this and I felt like there was some synergy there. And, uh, since our values are aligned and we had this, we talked about multifamily. He, he also had that as, um, a, a personal goal of his. And then we, we both wanted to do, um, some good in the world, help people. And so we felt like this was a good thing to join up and start working on this together. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited, Tony, that you're going to be joining me on the podcast going forward. And I really think we're going to be able to do a lot of cool things with this. I think it's going to add a lot of value to our listeners. Absolutely, dude. I love it. And, and, uh, you know, when it comes to partnerships, you have to find people that are like-minded, exactly. uh, not just on the business side, but on the personal side. 
And, you know, that's one of the reasons why me and you specifically connected because um, we have similar values when it comes to business and real estate and then also uh, giving back. Because um, like you said, I mean, we're believers in that. Um, as much as we receive, we also have to give back. So, so yeah, man, I'm excited. This journey, it'll be a fun one. So, um, and, and I, I assume, you know, what, as this podcast, podcast goes, we're going to speak a lot on what we do as far as charity work and, and mission work that we do. So, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the entity that we've, we've thought of, and, um, I've been, you know, dreaming on really praying about is, um, this thousand organization, I don't know if that's what we'll call it or not, but this entity would be a group that, um, a group of successful people, it could be business people or non-business people, but I'm thinking it's probably going to originate in the investing world just because that's where we're connected here. But I'm really open to anybody that wants to get involved in this, but, um, that can, that can get together and start schools and, children's homes and churches in areas that are underserved in the world. And so I see that happening a lot in third world countries, but if it's a rough area, you know, in, in the U S I'm fine with it, you know, but anyway, I think it could be a really good thing to bring everyone together, create some synergy there with, um, the goal of, you know, making the world a better place, addressing some of these issues in some less fortunate areas in the world. And so Tony's really, uh, he's really excited about that as well. And t tell them some of the work that you've been involved with, uh, involved in recently along these lines. Yeah, sure. So uh, most recently, the biggest one uh, I've done, I went down to Belize, not for vacationing, because a lot of people know Belize, you know, for the touristy stuff. But we actually went down there to to build homes for people. Um, I was able to to meet this wonderful couple um, that, that that's what they do down there. And um I always told myself, you know, as my wealth grows, as my income grows, I want to give back with with the same magnitude, with the same spirit, uh, with the same mindset. And me, what God put in my heart was to, uh, I was actually to create, that's what I thought it was, to create an organization to build homes. So I talked to my spiritual advisor and he told me, hey, I know these folks that already do that. And, and I'm like, okay, you know, he put me in contact with them. Fast forward, it was that couple, and we actually uh, did our trip back in October to Belize. And, dude, it, it's the most, I mean, you know the feeling. It's the most yeah. amazing thing. Like, to to give back, it, it, to get to know people, to get to see the smiles on people that have way less than we do. Man, it's it's unbelievable. And just by building something, not for the benefit of you, but for, but for the benefit of the other, it's, it's an amazing feeling. So yeah. I'm looking forward to this, man. When you and I have one thing in common, and that, that and that is that we have lived in areas that are not as nice as the U.S. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I know coming from the Dominican, you've seen, you know, what po some poverty is really like there. There's some people there that are really struggling. And, you know, I, 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 I was blessed that my family moved us to Tanzania when I was 12 years old. And I got to see how everyone in, else in the world really lives. And I came to the realization that the poor people in the U.S. live like kings compared to the poor people abroad. And, um, and, and it also made me realize how much we're blessed here to have opportunity because in, in Africa, and, you know, I also spent time working in an orphanage in Rwanda. When I was in Rwanda, I was in my twenties and there were adults daily that were coming up to me asking if I could help them find work. Um, and wow. so a lot of these people that are struggling in these places want to work. 
um, and they, they want to find a good job and they literally can't find good employment and can't make a living. And so they're stuck in poverty. And there's also this problem, at least in Tanzania, of the education is not done well. And so the, 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 the poverty cycle is continued by they let the kids go through elementary and then they'll send them out to the rice fields to work. And so they don't yeah. get educated. And so they stay in these low income jobs and they're stuck. So there's this poverty cycle that just continues and education will change that. And, um, you know, governments that aren't corrupt, there's a lot of corruption in those places. And, um, there's just so many ways to get in there and help, but it, it definitely was one of the biggest blessings in my life and pivotal things in my life, because I learned that we're blessed to have everything we have here in the U S to have the opportunity to work, to have clean water to drink, to have air conditioning, to have carpet on our floors to have soft beds uh-huh. to sleep in to not have mosquitoes biting us to have malaria you know like we don't even have malaria here and um over there it's like you gotta be careful not to get malaria by a mosquito bite you know so there's like all these things you don't even think about you gotta be careful not to drink the water from the tap because you could get sick from it. you gotta boil your water and it's just a lot of stuff like that you take for granted here and so that's one thing I, I mean, that's what gets me excited. Like when I lose sight of helping others with all this stuff, I get really powered down all of this because it's just making money. It's like, what good is that? You know, cause you can't yeah. take it with you when you die one day. So, but I get really excited when I think about doing this stuff and helping some other people in a big way that really excites me. So tell me your vision for all this, Tony. Yeah. I mean, it's the same. Um, we sometimes take a lot of stuff for granted and, and me coming from, you know, from a, a, a I guess a developing country, um, it's the same way. Sometimes I do forget. Um, and I try to remind myself through prayer, you know, remember where you come from, remember what you had that others don't have. Yes. But it, it but it's the same way. I mean, uh the ability for, for me to be able to provide for others now, it, it it's like I'm held to higher standards. Mm-hmm. Now that I that I make more money, I have to give back way more than yep. what I did before. So yeah, I mean, the, the scripture says to to whom much is given, much will be required, you know, mm-hmm. and we in the U.S. have been given a lot. Whether you realize it or not, you need to, if you have not been outside the U.S. to see how a lot of these other places are, you need to go because it will open your eyes to how blessed we are. And, um, and so, yeah, it's motivating. It's definitely motivating. But, you know, Tony and I have talked about, like, we want to get a, a Facebook group, uh, a private Facebook group going for the people that are listening to the show and that way we could get connected with you guys and get to know you. We don't just want to have, you know, uh, uh, a follow online and not know you guys. That's the benefit of all this is like, we want to get to know you, want you to get to know us. And, um, so we're going to get a private Facebook group going and, uh, we'll, we'll try to, um, I guess, Tony, how, how are we going to do that? What's, what's going to, what's our plan with that? You getting ideas? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, and I think what we what we're gonna do is uh, in Josiah's Instagram, we'll add a link tree. Yeah, and we'll I already got add, that. We'll, I'll just add the link there. Yeah, add the link there, and I'll do the same with my side. In addition, uh, Josiah, if you don't mind, um, we're gonna start a newsletter, um, something monthly to add value to every listener, and at the same time, every episode that drops, we're gonna send out a, a an email um, with the details on the on the podcast, so you guys can know yep. what we talk about. Yes. Yeah, so that's gonna that's gonna really be a good way to track along with everything. So there's gonna be we're we're anticipating having a summary of the episodes for that month. You know, some you know updates on real estate events that are going on, 
um, ways, you know, any deal that we're working on that you could potentially invest with us if you're qualified. Um, and what was the other piece, Tony? Was there some, oh, stuff that's going on in our personal lives with our personal right. investing journey, that kind of stuff. So that that's going to be cool getting that going as well. We're going to have a mailing list you could sign up for to get on that. And then um, we're going to try to really build this thing out. We, we were doing audio in the past. Now we're going to add video. The video is going to be coming out on YouTube. So you can subscribe to um, the Daily Real Estate Investor YouTube channel, and it's going to have um, these episodes there for you to watch, as well as some short form stuff. And then, you know, Tony's doing, Tony, you got a YouTube channel, right? Yep. I got a YouTube yep. channel with, with the same uh, information I gave earlier, at A&T1234 Moreno. Yep. And uh, I think, I think my... Is the YouTube channel? Let me let me check it real quick because it might. I want to make sure the handle is the full. I can't remember if it if it allowed me to put all those letters in there or not for daily real estate investor. <laughs> um, it seemed like it was running out of space. Um, okay, I'll have to check it later. My phone's on silent, so I think it's I think it's a full daily real estate investor. But if not, it's daily re investor. But anyway, um, neither here nor there. All right, man. This has been an this has been a great restart to this. I think we got a lot of good things coming up, and we're going to try to have an episode a week coming out going forward. Mm -hmm. So um, set your alerts on your podcast mediums and on YouTube, and um, we'll try to provide a lot of value to you guys in exchange for your time. We really appreciate it. Hit the like button wherever you're watching this, and share it with somebody if you will. Provide some comments for us on what we're doing. If you if there's subjects you want us to 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 um, focus on or do interviews on or investors you think we should interview that would be good, reach out to us. We'd be happy to, us, to look at that. Give us a five-star rating on right. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, if you like what you're listening to. So. That's right. If you don't like it, go find somebody else to listen to. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, no, but we appreciate you guys and love you guys. And um, we will see you on the next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please connect with me on Instagram at Daily Real Estate Investor or via email at josiasmelser at gmail.com. My new book titled Dream It and Build It, How to Crush Your Real Estate Investing Goals is out. You can get it either in digital or physical format on Amazon. Once you've read the book, please leave me a review. Tune in next time for another episode of the Daily Real Estate Investor as we both join in our financial freedom journey.